You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 158. This episode is supported by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Girls Gone Wild podcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you listeners of Girls Gone Wild podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. So we personally recommend... Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Steris, which is our... Uh, I think it was actually our June book, mm-hmm. guys. We're kind let's of behind book club for a second. Yeah, let's talk about this really quick. But but before before we go on to the book club uh, intro, what I, what I should say is update is that Audible is if you want to support the podcast, you can support Audible, and we are doing a book club loosely. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. We were but, like on top of it for like the first two months. But to support the One podcast, month, I think, really. to, to support the podcast, go to audibletrial.com forward slash Girls Gone Wild podcast. And we are reading Me Talk Pretty One Day. And then we are going to read Big Magic. So may we suggest those two books for your free audio download. You don't have to do those books, but to join us in the, crap you want. the ever building book club that we're really trying to get off the ground. Where are we yeah. with that? So here's kind of the analogy, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like it's like a kite and we're like running with it and then we were like all right we got this and then we like toss it up in the air and it looks like it's gonna go and then it just plummets to the ground yeah crash and burn and that's the analogy for our motivation to yeah. remember to do this. yeah so so we're just kind of we're not taking a break we're we're definitely still doing it still doing it we we want to read these to books out every what month. format works the best yeah as far as like doing the actual club and then maybe doing a discretion group it's just been really tough for claire and i to i mean i know it sounds really silly because we do an episode every week to do like one extra half hour episode has been kind of a really difficult it's challenge like, for it's us somehow that schedules. crosses the line yeah Right. And so if you guys have any ideas of the best way that you would like yeah. to organize, if there's if like a discussion group sounds good or like, yeah, we'd love your ideas because if, like and, and also live. give us feedback if you really like to do that. If you, I mean, I know for the first two months we were really um, on board with it. So it was, it had a lot of momentum, but if you're really interested in continuing it in some way, shape or form, we'd love your ideas because we would love to keep it going. Um, we're just not sure it's realistic to do an additional podcast episode just for the book club. So yes. ha- on that note, again, you can support Support the podcast by supporting Audible at audibletrial.com forward slash girls gone wad podcast. Again, that's a free 30 day trial and a free audiobook of your choice. This week, we're so excited to have Taylor Riggs on the show. Hi, Taylor. Welcome, Taylor. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, we just spent like a half hour with Taylor trying to get our audio all set up. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, if I don't get to talk to you today, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are IT. Technical. Div- oh, and by IT, should we say we just stopped and started the computer? Yeah. <laughs> right. No, we didn't think of that, of that trick for like 20 right. minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just took a little while, but. <laughs> so Taylor comes to us from simplytaylor.com. Is that your, is that the actual site? It is. It's yeah. a little bit confusing. It's simply dash. There's a hyphen in between simply hyphen taylor.com. And you are a paleo blogger. You're hey. a registered dietitian, AKA real doctor. <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish. R- RD stands mm-hmm. for real doctor. <laughs> real doctor. <laughs> So, I'm going to start telling people that. That's yeah, great. <laughs> it's, we had a registered dietitian on a couple, know, times. couple of times and we, we just coined that term. We thought it was really funny. 
That's amazing. Like a real and doctor. You also have, I mean, I would venture so far as to say our favorite Instagram account. Yeah. We always uh-huh. talk about how much we love all your pictures and they're so like bright and so let's just, let's <laughs> let's just, start, let's with start with that because I you, agree. You, you have Instagram? my favorite Instagram account. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's, it's kind of embarrassing to even say this because, well, it's funny that you say that because I'll like post something that's like not bright, like every once in a while, that's like dark and all my friends will be like, whoa like what what's what are, are you, you entering depressed? a dark period happening? taylor <laughs> went goth you guys yes oh my gosh a goth stage yeah that's definitely that's what <laughs> people totally think but i honestly i'm kind of embarrassed to say this that i don't even have like a real adult camera like i just i just take photos on my iphone and like edit them with like don't be embarrassed uh, by that i think that's actually <laughs> a relief because i don't know about you but it is it takes so much time and let's talk about this for one hot minute it takes so much time to put content together and think of posts and think of twitter and like all the social to keep on top of social media with Mm -hmm. with your brand i know people do posts with professional cameras and then they transfer the photo into an instagram photo and i'm like oh my gosh i can't even begin to think of how much more time that would take on top like i'm already like struggling to find (laughs) posts as it is and and we even do this with two people so (laughs) we split the time and it's still a stretch for us because we're like oh crap what are we gonna do that and you want to make it look pretty and you want to have good content so so i think it's refreshing that you can pull this off with uh with an iphone well thanks i i hope that one day i'll like mature to a real camera but for now guys it's just just me and my iPhone. <laughs> so talk a little bit about that too, though, of the style. I just kind of want to know what you did to create the look because since, it's a definite it, look. Since in case you guys want to hop yeah. over there right the second, it's, yeah. her handle is Simply Taylor Simply blog. Taylor blog on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just always kind of drawn to like more bright, like airy, um, kind of like minimal, you know, photos. And so I just, yeah, I just look for things that are like going to kind of fit that. And sometimes I go to like some extensive lengths. <laughs> but and- honestly, Taylor, like every single photo matches. Like it, Claire and I talk about this all the time, how we want to <laughs> have like a signature look for our Instagram and it just turns yeah, into like this hodgepodge. It, it like into, I, I think, know like, you're... Well, then I guess I'll just take a picture in the same spot in the gym every day. <laughs> I just like it. It's like stylistically. Do you use the same filters? I know this is kind of geeking out, but you do you like have a like? Ah, it just. I totally do. I totally do. I so I used. Do you guys know like the the app? Um, I think you pronounce like VSCO. Yeah, VSCO. Yeah. Um, so I use that, and I always use. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's like the yellow filter. Yeah. So you use like the same. Okay, and so that kind of creates your style too. Um, yeah. And I have this theory. I I love that though because I have a theory it, like, that she shaved off. No, she cut her hair. She, she looked, looked like a British like, man. <laughs> I have this theory. You know where Is I'm going with that. Going you know that? where I'm going with that. I have this theory, truly. <laughs> That you can tell what someone's house looks like by looking at their Instagram account. Oh, like I have this theory that your house is like light and airy and lots of lots of succulents with beautiful, <laughs> simple, like a lot of white and a lot of basic neutral colors. Please tell me I'm correct. Well, that's actually really hilarious because I live with my parents right now <laughs> and their house actually does not. I mean, it's not like a dark. It's not like it's dark, but it definitely doesn't look like 
like my Instagram photos. It's not like the like West Elm greenhouse. Yeah, that we're I mean, but you we're still okay. I mean, I'm my gonna, dream house, so that's yeah. what you can. Okay, I won't keep pushing this because I could. T- I feel like I could just. I'm gonna like geek out around styles and looks. But talk. No, give us your bio. Tell the listeners who you are um, and how you got started with SimplyTaylor.com. Sure. So um, I, um, you know, started blogging when I was, I think it was my, my sophomore year of college. Um, and I'm, I'm 24 now. So that was like probably five-ish years ago. Um, and I like kind of just got into this like big workout kick during that time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to post like all my, you know, that was kind of, that was honestly like when Instagram was first becoming a thing. And like no one really had it. So I felt like it was kind of this like safe place for me to post that kind of stuff because I was like a little bit like, oh, like not a lot of people are going to see this. So people aren't going to think I'm like weird, you know, for doing it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like putting yourself out there. So you're just kind of like, yeah, no one's looking anyway. It's like kind of how we think about doing this podcast. We're like, no one really pays attention. Exactly. That's what I was like. Okay, like this Instagram, this is cool. It has like neat filters and stuff. So I, you know, started kind of doing. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. I'm so interrupting you so much today, Taylor. But remember, oh remember when uh, Instagram first started? And I think it was Instagram, but like when the first. No, there was another app. I, I'm forgetting what it was. Hipstamatic. Hipstamatic. And remember like how it would make it look all grainy and then you'd put borders on the picture? Yes. And it was like yes. like burnt like burnt paper. And it, it looked like like a super shitty old like um <laughs> and, and what's that thing? What is it like the like a slide? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And we're like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hipstamatic. That's so funny. And that wasn't even that old, so now I'm sounding like I'm eighty. <laughs> no, I totally remember that. And it yeah. was like yeah, it was like the the worst filters and it was like just made things look yeah, like an old newspaper, like <laughs> something like so that. Cool. It was like, this is amazing. Yeah, let me post my protein shake on on this. Yeah, let me make it make <laughs> let me make it look grungy. really fuzzy. Yeah, and grungy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's totally like that's exactly what I did. And I was like, okay, like I'm kind of getting into this. And I like kind of started following other bloggers. Um, I worked. I went to Ohio State, and I uh, worked at their trademark and licensing office, like as a student job. And it was basically like just clerical, like desk work for the most part. And so I was kind of like answering phones, and I was on the computer all day. So I spent a lot of time there, which like I shouldn't have been doing, but I like read a lot of blogs and like, you know, was kind of <laughs> getting into things there, um, you know, just, just on the slow days, obviously, uh, for sure. But um, yeah, so I kind of like got into this, you know, big thing, started reading other blogs and, you know, was like, hey, I, I might be able to do this. And, you know, I feel like, you know, when you read blogs, you just so connect with, you know, certain people and you feel like you know them and, it's, you know, and now with Instagram, you know, it's even like more to that level. But um, so I was like, yeah, maybe I'll like try this out and, you know, do that. And so at first I just kind of started like posting, you know, again, like my workouts and like making other people's recipes and posting those things and, you know, different things like that. And um, I kind of got into uh, the whole paleo thing, probably like a year or two after that and had been doing some research on it and, um, you know, heard how how good it was for um, blood sugar. And I am a type one diabetic. And um, I was diagnosed when I was like 10 years old and, you know, has been the thing that, you know, I've, do- I've lived with you know, almost, well, more than half my life now. And so um, I was like, okay, like, this is cool. Like, maybe I'll give this a try and see just kind of doing like a personal experiment. 
and, um, you know, kind of got into that and, and jumped in like super, you know, strictly and whole 30 and all this kind of thing. And, um, you know, saw really good results from it as far as, you know, blood sugar and everything like that. And, um, you know, got just really into it and, you know, just really into cooking healthy and all this stuff. So, and you guys, of course, like you guys know Julie from Paleo MG and she's been on the show and everything. And I mean, I was like Julie's a number one super fan <laughs> when I started. Like I mean, protege. everyone says that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like total, like I was a stalker. Like I sent her like fan mail. I was like, oh my God, I love you. Like, <laughs> but she's I, pretty easy to crush on. Let's be true. honest. She totally is. And she, so she was like. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh my gosh, her, like, I could be like a paleo blogger. Like, she's so cool, you know? So, like, totally got into all of her stuff. She's so obsessed with me. Yeah, that's probably what she said about me for real. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time, like, she, I like had her headbands. Like, remember when she had the head? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Wow, that is OG. She maybe still has them, but yeah, I was like, like super fan paleo mg but um so yeah got into like that and was like you know started making my own recipes and decided to go to like a fully paleo you know blog and all of that stuff and since then i've kind of you know i've kind of changed like the name and branding um of my blog to simply taylor um just to kind of forego the paleo label um just you know as a dietitian i i would never want anyone to think that that's like something i would push on you know I'd push on anyone if mm-hmm. if cuz i i realize it's it's not for everyone i've you know become much more lax in like figuring out how it it best works for me and everything like that so just kind of trying to get away from labels in general but yeah that's kind of you know where i'm at now and and most of the recipes that i post are still you know most of them are still paleo friendly and um, or could be easily modified you know to fit whatever needs and um in my cookbook all of the recipes are paleo friendly gluten-free paleo friendly but i just kind of choose to to try to stray stray away from you know using that label you know super off you know like hardcore right let's just dive right in and talk about your your cookbook so i know you know that you have posted on social media like this is a goal you'd had for a long time and it just you know i mean i don't know from the outside it seems like it came together pretty quickly um, but i also have no idea what it's actually like to make a cookbook so it probably seems like that from the outside and you're like um no <laughs> no oh no you are you're so right it was such a quick turnaround and like it was it's like been crazy um it's been awesome and it's been fun um but it has definitely been I kind of like got into the whole deal um like at the end of last year which was kind of right when I was graduating um from my postgrad program in in dietetics and like taking my exam um you know to become an RD and everything so and and kind of jumped into my first you know real full-time job in January when this all was like okay now you have like a few months um to get all these recipes together and 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 I was like oh cool (laughs) this is um this is really good timing for everything but (laughs) so it's been a little bit crazy but it's been super cool and super fun and yeah I I knew nothing about um you know publishing a cookbook and you know anything about how it worked and all the kind of behind the scenes stuff and everything so it's definitely been um it's been really cool yeah so let's talk a little bit what's your cookbook called when's it coming out let's what's your favorite recipe that's going in your cookbook you don't have to like divulge your favorite child or anything but (laughs) But you kind of do like what are you most excited about yeah so um the cookbook is called real food real simple um so it's 80 uh, gluten-free, paleo-friendly recipes. And the the big thing is that they can all be made in five steps or less. Woohoo! That's me, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> you made this book for me. 
That is, that's me too. I Hashtag am. not a chef. <laughs> Yesterday, Hashtag. Joy texted me and she was like, do you have any recipes for a uh, side dish to go, for, to, go, to go with a burger? I'm feeling domestic. And there was a sense of urgency behind it. Like at any minute, this feeling could go, go away. away. So send so me the recipes. Like, yeah, I was like, like, it really. Give it in my cookbook. Yeah, like, Claire's okay, like, well, okay, <laughs> give me ideas. I'm like, I just need a starting point because I have no idea. I can grill like a mofo. I love to grill anything, but you put me in front of something to prepare and it's like game over. So I'm so excited that I'm so excited for this cookbook. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious because I'm like, I feel like I'm the exact opposite. Like I'm horrible at grilling and I could make the side dishes, but. <laughs> you enjoy so, have a dinner party. We just come over. <laughs> come on over, Taylor. I'm coming. I'm all right. <laughs> Denver bound. That's right. I actually, I've never been to Denver and I so want to visit. So I um, have a place to stay. You gonna hit you guys. Stay in the, 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 east, the east wing. Yeah, you can stay in the parish east wing. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's there. That's kind of the cool thing. They're all five steps or less. Um, and just use like mostly like pretty simple ingredients. So it's nothing like, you know, it's it's mostly stuff that you can find in like normal stores nowadays. It's nothing like um, these crazy like, you know, all superfood thing right. you know they have to go like to like specialty root like 10 different yeah. stores to get an ingredient yeah right yeah yeah and so um so yeah that's kind of the gist of the book and um it comes out it's available for pre-order now um it's definitely available on amazon now and it should be available soon on barnes and noble as well but um it comes out on G- january 3rd 2017 Ooh. so it seems like really far away. <laughs> That's a fun buildup though. Yeah. I think it's really fun to do a, a good buildup for like a big project because the anticipation is so much fun. I want to know a little bit about, you know, your being a registered dietitian. Do you work dur- uh, like a full-time job doing that? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. And what population do you work with? Yeah. So I, um, like I said, I just kind of finished up um, school in my post-grad program uh, last December and so I started my first, um, you know, full-time job in January and I'm working as a health coach, um, you know, with a health coaching program, um, at kind of like a medical management company in Columbus. And, um, so basically we, and we do health coaching over the phone. Um, so we don't see people in person, which is a little bit weird. Um, but you know, so we can be talking to people kind of like all across the country. Um, a lot of people that we talk to are actually one big population we have is in Alaska, Uh, Yeah, so it's really um, kind of unique. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of on a team with uh, a couple other coaches. And, you know, we all have kind of different backgrounds. Um, So I serve as, you know, the dietitian kind of, you know, nutrition, um, you know, with a nutrition background. And so yeah, we talk with people, it's mostly like, um, you know, we do a lot of uh, talk with a lot of people about like, um, weight loss or, you know, even, you know, we see people with like, um, you know, a lot of people type two diabetes or, you know, things like kind of chronic conditions. I think we know the difference, but can you real quick just explain the difference between type one and type two diabetes? Sure. Yeah. Um, and that's, I love that you asked that because not a people, not a lot of people know. And, um, so type one is an autoimmune disease, um, which is what I have and it can, it's mostly, it used to be called more prevalently juvenile diabetes, um, cause it affects it. It mostly is like children or younger people that um, that are diagnosed, and so that's kind of just like you can't really you can't really prevent it. Um, right? It's your what is it? Your pancreas? Pancreas, yeah. yeah. Yep. So your pancreas does not 
produce insulin, which um, insulin is needed to regulate blood sugar. Um, so it's a lot of, you know, for type ones, you have to rely on insulin. Uh, either you do injections or like I wear a pump. Um, so you kind of rely, have to rely on that and do, you know, finger tests to check your blood sugar, you know, multiple times per day. Um, and don't and- you always post about you have this like crazy like Bluetooth insulin pump. I do. <laughs> yeah. So um, and the only reason. It's okay. like my Bluetooth hearing aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you can't listen to podcasts on your insulin yeah. pump without anybody knowing like Joy can. I, so I have my my stepbrother, two of my stepbrothers and my sister-in-law all have type 1 diabetes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I know. So random. So there's like three, I mean, so it doesn't run in my family genetically, but a lot of people in my family. So everyone like has their, you know, their insulin pumps. They all like get together and they all talk about yeah. insulin pumps. So when I saw yours, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to tell them. Yeah, it's amazing. It's called um that is that is awesome. And I like kind of geek out over this kind of stuff too. <laughs> um the one that I wear is and kind of like for anyone who doesn't know what that is, which is probably like everyone, <laughs> it's just a it's a device that you wear. So normally you know, you probably hear a lot about a lot of type ones who do injections. So basically I used to, up until I was, up until my second year in college, I did, um, insulin injections and I would do those like at least four times a day. So basically whenever you're eating a meal, you're giving yourself a shot and, um, that's kind of how you're, you know, covering the food that you're eating and, and regulating your blood sugar. But there's also, um, insulin pumps, which are, uh, you know, super popular as well. And that's just something that you wear continuously like 24 7 that you kind of control with it's yeah like a little tiny iv yeah yep it kind of is and you'll probably you probably see a lot of the ones that have like the tubing so it'll be like there's a little it's not a needle but it's like a little cannula that kind of goes into your skin via you know like via a needle but then you kind of control it with another separate piece that kind of looks like a like a pager or a cell phone or something like an old school cell phone. <laughs> and um, that's kind of how you control. You say, okay, I'm going to eat like this amount of carbohydrates and I need this much insulin, you know, to cover that. And so you kind of control it that way. It's called a PDM. And so a lot of them you see are like the, the piece that goes into your skin and the piece that you control it with. Those are attached with like a little tube that kind of delivers the insulin. But the one that I wear is kind of like a newer, uh, a newer model. And the two are like disconnected from each other. So I can carry the PDM part like in my purse um, instead of having to wear it like on my belt, basically like as a pager. Yeah. Yep. Which is really cool. (laughs) Yeah. So I like never really wanted one when I was younger because I played sports like in high school and, you know, like basketball and stuff like that. And I just never wanted to deal with that. But I would never, ever, ever go back now. It's such, it's just like so life-changing. Yeah. It's so funny. I would like do them at school, like in high school, we had to wear, I went to a small Catholic school and we wore like jumpers. So I'd just be like in the cafeteria, like giving myself shots, (laughs) like under my jumper skirt. (laughs) (laughs) And like no one, like, I don't know, it was kind of weird, but no one, there wasn't, (laughs) I was just allowed to do that. (laughs) So with all the knowledge you have at this point, Taylor, I feel like it's really, we get so inundated with information about food and what to eat. And as you probably know from listening to the podcast, we've done currently doing macro counting and there's a couple different ways of eating that we've both tried. Claire's tried more than I have, but I think it's, (laughs) um, I want to hear more of just where you come from of 
diet and exercise and nutrition and what you feel is more or less like your mission mission statement with your blog and and how you choose to eat. Yeah, I totally. I um and I kind of feel the same way. Like I've gone through some different phases in in life like especially, you know, the predominantly with the paleo thing where you know, you kind of try different things out and you see what's going to work well for you. And I've kind of, you know, through like going through school and going through um just experience as, as far as like my dietetics back, background and working with other dietitians and um, everything like that. I mean, my main outlook now is just like find something that works for you and and go for it. You know, it's not going to be the same thing for every person. It's not ever like nutrition is certainly not a one size fits all type of thing. If, you know, paleo works well for you, great. If, you know, counting the macros works well for you, great. If vegan is what you are, that's awesome. As long as you're choosing like mostly real foods most of the time, you know, that's all that I really care about and and preach about, you know, or try to preach about. So because when, I when think- you got your, when you went through your, your dietetics program, did your opinion change at all about strict paleo? Or did you, you know, start to have different opinions about, okay, this may, you know, this may be okay. Some of the time, this is definitely not okay. Any of the time. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely did. And and through our program, you know, after you kind of do undergrad, you, um, it's required to go on to do an internship program, um, where you kind of work with a variety and in a variety of different settings with different RDs and, you know, just kind of see what's out there and, and you kind of get a feel for what you like and what you don't like. And by doing, you know, working through that and working with just different people, different populations, uh, different dietitians, and just, uh, again, like just experimenting with myself and and just finding a a better balance for myself. You know, I think I totally, it totally changed because I mean, I was definitely at the time when I was kind of into like gung-ho, like paleo for like, that's awesome. Everyone should do it like blah, blah, blah. But my, my mindset has totally changed on that. And, and again, I think I love I support, you know, anyone who eats paleo. I think it's a great, um, I think it's a great kind of background and and baseline for a healthy diet. But I think that's because it it forces you and kind of focuses on choosing real foods again. Yeah, not necessarily like the restriction part, you know, like don't eat this, don't eat this and don't eat this and cut them out. Like, I think you should, again, just find what works for you. If, if you eat paleo and you do a little dairy, like great. If you do eat paleo and have cupcakes on the weekend, like that's great too. You know, I think mm, it's just cupcakes. finding a, a balance that works. <laughs> I think that's yeah, a balance that works for you. I think that's spoken like a true real doctor, Taylor. <laughs> spoken well, like a true so real doctor. No, I just I'm thinking too of when we've had Natalia on and she just takes such a good approach with that and I love it. I love it. I love it because cool. I'm 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 currently reading um Dave Asprey's book The Bulletproof Diet and just oh, more yeah. more for just like information, right? Like I just she like to, a bulletproof I like to, I like to take in information. I like to gather I've a lot of information. That. So it's not I I am with you. I don't feel like there's and I think that's also why we are continuing the discussion with macro counting because I don't feel like that's the end all be all but Mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting discussion to keep having just from a nutrition standpoint because we both both had really good results with it but I'm also really interested in what works for you and he takes a big approach of kind of being your own biohacker and I know it's such a like overused term and whatever (laughs) and there's a lot of controversy around what he does as with anything right like if anyone takes a stance on something but 
I just think it's interesting. And I love what you said too, of like what finding what works for you, because a lot of what he talks about in his book too, is, Hey, try these things, but like, just know that not one size fits all and everyone is so different. So but I think it's just people can get into the mindset of like, if you take a stance on something like, oh, you're preaching this is Bible. And it's like, no, we're just right. saying like, hey, let's try it out. And we're really all on a journey together to be more to, to thrive, right? Well, like mind, absolutely. body and soul. I think too, like when people start paleo, like what you were saying about, you know, just like the, the nice thing about paleo and also that we have found with macro counting when, you know, unless you just want to eat like one bar a day, is that in order to kind of hit those, you know, restrictions and boundaries and limits, you do have to focus focus on real food. And like, I know for a lot of people, you know, the first thing they do a whole 30, for example, it's really eye opening to them, not necessarily because, you know, they have found this like dogma to follow, but because they suddenly realize, oh my gosh, there was so much sugar and everything I was eating. And oh my gosh, I didn't realize like the soy additives that were in, you know, my coffee creamer or whatever it is. And you just like, right. Take and that stuff and for granted. portions, right? Um, like, yeah, I think that's yes. more or less what I've gained so much from doing macro counting is yeah. portions and balancing my right. macros, which yeah, then, like, I think yeah, is Yeah, you can have tacos. A wonderful you can't thing. have like 30 tacos. Right. Yeah. So walk away from tacos already. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that thing on it that's floating around the social media world that's like, so how do I stop eating chips and salsa? Do they just run out or do I die or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I totally posted yeah. that like a few weeks ago because I was like, yes, I I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I am interested how to find out. How does this work? Yeah. <laughs> Someone help. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm willing to take one for the team and just yeah. eat them all. Yeah. <laughs> if you need me to do that. Yeah, I will do that, that is for like you. Definitely one of my biggest biggest weaknesses: chips and salsa, chips and guac. Like I can't buy them. Yeah. I will eat an entire bag, like a full family sized tortilla chip bag, <laughs> by myself in one night. And like my, I will have like salt burn on my tongue, and I will still just continue Keep going. Like the next day, so you like good. can't get enough water. Yeah. Your tongue's all well, dried out. Like at the time, my tongue, I can feel it like cracking, and I'm like, no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a, I got a fever. The only solution is more tortilla chips. More lip balm prescription. Yeah. I'm going to give you some more lip balm so you can yeah. just keep... Just get those. Oh, That's my gosh. Good, how about hack, how about chips and guac-flavored guac lip balm? And then you could just... <laughs> <laughs> no, because, the, like, crunchy is the whole thing I know, but for. I'm just saying, like, as but you're eating it... But if you have guacamole-flavored then lip you're not balm, disrupted you by the act. Mm. Then you're not disrupted by, like, strawberry lip balm. Yeah. Mm. I think that's the next thing. Yeah. Or like, because yeah, salsa flavored lip balm, that would be spicy lips. You know what spicy lips. that's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Taylor, what's your favorite? I hate saying like treats or cheat cheat meal or anything. What is is like your your favorite like indulgence? Oh, I never answer what your favorite recipe for your your cookbook is. Two questions, go. Oh, okay. So my favorite, well, my favorite kind of like indulgence, I guess. I don't know. We have, so Jenny's ice cream. Are you guys familiar? No. At all with Jenny's? Oh my gosh. Okay. So Jenny's is like a an ice cream store or like shop that started in Columbus. And it's like these amazing, like crazy ice cream flavors that are, I don't know, they're just made from like really kind of good, like local ingredients. And but everyone is like psycho over it here. Um, What's an example of of a crazy flavor? Gosh, well, they they do like seasonal, you know, kind of things. And so I don't know, they had one, gosh, I'm trying to think now. I mean, they have some like normal flavors too, but I think like one right now is like sun popped popcorn or something. And they like literally pop the popcorn in the sun, apparently. I don't know. Sounds like frying an egg on a sidewalk. I know. I'm like, how does that even, how how does that happen? But Arizona, uh, maybe that was a joke and they don't, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You're like, now that I'm saying that actually. (laughs) 
now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe I made that up. I don't know. But I think it is a flavor, but it's just, yeah. So it's kind of this like, I don't know if they would call themselves like gourmet ice cream or like, but, but again, they just use like kind of, they use a lot of local um, like farms and, and, you know, things like that to get their ingredients from, which is really cool. Um, And they sell them, they're starting to have more shops kind of around, like I know they have one in Nashville and maybe I'm shocked they don't have any in Denver because it seems like a place that it would be but yeah hopping over the Mississippi is sort of like an ordeal I think yeah <laughs> that's, anyway. probably, that's probably true I feel like they have them somewhere out west on the west coast somewhere maybe like yeah. California though or something but probably. so that's kind of like a, an so indulgent you're an ice cream person I totally am yeah are you still doing CrossFit I'm not I and I I did it for a while you guys like might... and it's okay it's totally fine like don't feel guilty <laughs> this, this was not oh my like gosh a judgment. we did it now that's it episode over oh my gosh I have to go I can't talk anymore no, I'm kidding <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I did do it, um, for a while, um, when I was in, in college and I, I loved it. Like, I, I think I said I played sports in high school and like, you know, for volleyball, like we would do some of the like powerlifting kind of stuff, you know, there. And I like got really into that in high school and, and just like loved the, the competitive piece of it. And so I kind of got into CrossFit, like maybe my last couple years at Ohio state and had a really good, um, gym that I went to, like awesome, awesome people there and, uh, you know, really liked it a lot. And I started, um, my last year of, of college, I kind of ran into some, I have hypo hypothyroidism, which is another like kind of autoimmune ah, dang. <laughs> issue. Yeah. So got a lot going on, but, um, <laughs> I kind of started noticing like the symptoms for that, like exacerbating a lot. And yeah, I had like gained a lot of weight. I was, my hair was thinning. It was like, I was cold all the time, you know, just like all these things. I was super tired and and felt fatigued and hypothyroidism is kind of a thing that is difficult to, you know, I, I take medication for it, but it's kind of a difficult, you know, there's a lot of other factors that play into it. So at that time I kind of, I was like, okay, you know, I think that the CrossFit is maybe like a little too much. It's a little too much for what I can handle right now and just needed to kind of take a break and chill out a little bit, Um, which I I was really bummed about because I love I loved it a lot and I I miss it. And I hope that one day I can get back to doing, you know, if if not CrossFit, something similar. Yeah, Uh, it can be like tough on the old adrenal system sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of what I ran into. So now, yeah, it's, it was, it was a weird transition because I was like totally into kind of the like intensity and the the competitiveness of it. And, you know, now I'm in much more like low key <laughs> kind of workouts. I take a lot of walks. I do, you know, I um, have like toned it down a lot, um, which was kind of a, an interesting and difficult, you know, transition. Yeah. But yeah, so I I love listening to you guys though because I love like still like hearing about you, like, it. Like do CrossFit through listening to our podcast. <laughs> I I totally do. I totally do. Yeah. for you. <laughs> no, it's great. We have a lot of listeners who are like, oh, I haven't really tried it yet, but I'm thinking about it, or they don't yeah. do it at all. And we we want people to listen to us too, just because we're fun. We're, That's we're not I mean. just all about the CrossFit. We're, we're not just about <laughs> we're, like, we're like the cool that's totally me. I mean, I like love listening to you guys. I mean, like I can understand like the CrossFit language and all that stuff, which is cool. But at the same time, like I just, I just like listening to you guys, like just talk about whatever. <laughs> and so, I think that's what's so awesome about you guys. Okay. Before we tangent. Yeah, again. I know. Sorry. Hey, I did it again. Yeah. Go. 
Oh, shoot. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's it's Joy's fault. We'll yeah, it's my fault. I'm all over the place today. <laughs> this is a hard one. People keep asking me this, and I like I find it really difficult in my mind because I always like compartmentalize things. So I'm like, I don't, you know, it's hard to pick one since they're all like, it could be breakfast or lunch or dinner or snacks or whatever. How about if you uh, were to eat one right now, which one would you want? Well, I so I made this um, yesterday. I did an event where I made a recipe for, you know, for the event, for the people there, and mm-hmm. I did... Um, I have like a maple vanilla chia pudding that I made mm-hmm. and then um, that's in the book and then also this granola recipe that I have that I've just called like everyday granola because I make it like every single week. So in that sense, it's it's kind of one of my favorite and it just has like coconut and, and nuts and seeds and, and so it's just like a really good, I don't know, I put it on like smoothies or the chia pudding or just eat it you know, like as a snack, like with some almond milk or something. So in that sense, it's one of my favorites because it's something that I like physically truly make, you know, every, a lot. So that one I'm excited about. I'm always really intrigued too with especially food bloggers and and when you write a cookbook, I mean, it takes a lot of time to stand out as the wrong word, the the wrong phrase, but there's a lot of cookbooks out there. There's a lot of people doing this. So how do you feel like you stay true to yourself and not worry about the other voices and the other recipes and not to be in influenced by everything else that's out there. Yeah, I think that you're right. That can be really tough because there there are so many cookbooks out there. There's so many paleo cookbooks and and everything like that. And I think it's just like trying, you know, as much as you like love these other bloggers and you love following them and everything, it's just really like trying not to look at you know, what everyone else is doing or or trying to be at a point where you're like, oh, I need to, you know, like I need to be like Julie or I need to be like Diane Sanfilippo or whatever, you know, and it's like finding kind of finding your own, you know, your own uniqueness and your own style. And sure, I mean, there's probably a million recipes for like chia pudding out there, you know, but it's just, I guess, kind of trying to put your own twist on things and just trying to think, kind of outside the box and, you know, putting your own, uh, that's, I like a, a lot of these recipes, again, like making them five steps or less, you know, that's something totally. that I totally relate to because I, you know, I like to cook, but I, I am not like an experienced chef by any means. So I think that, you know, kind of makes it relatable to people and, and just like an everyday person, you know, someone who doesn't like to cook, a college student, or, you know, like a single dude, you know, that is, you know, trying to eat healthy. Like joy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to ask you too, Taylor, if you're okay, so when the book comes out, and I'm going to get the book. I realize this is a choice too, because it's not really hard to cook. It's just like a choice. It's not really your thing to kind of I I just get really overwhelmed with like going to the grocery store and planning ahead. I don't like to plan ahead. Adulting is hard. Yeah, adulting is hard. hard. So I don't like to (laughs) I don't like to meal plan. I don't like to plan things. I don't I go to the store. And it's just like whatever calls to me I buy right yeah. so I'm not one of those people where it's like I plan things out in advance or like I right then, now have a spreadsheet on my phone yeah, that I'm using Claire, to go to the store after this I and I uh, and I, I wish no I don't wish I just that that's how I am I am like fly by the seat of my pants when I go to the grocery store I'm like that looks good I'm gonna but get then that you go over to Joy's house and you're like oh this, this food looks amazing like you open a fridge <laughs> and it's like cheese wheels and perfect yeah. bars and like oh perfect cut apples yeah I do have a lot of things really that you can just snacks. grab and eat right? Yeah, like, so, so, so when I get your book, you're going to say, Joy, I want you to make this first. What would you do? Is this like a, like for dinner? Um, let's say I'm a breakfast person. So give breakfast. me a good quick breakfast. Okay. So one, so one breakfast recipe that I have, well, it's, it's kind of like two combined, but I have these crepe, this crepe recipe and Joyce, I just, I just got really big. Real big. <laughs> 
And so I have like two versions. I have a sweet and a savory version. Um, so one of the versions has like bananas and almond butter, and like you can throw in some chocolate chips if you want. Can and you the other version. Oh, sounds oh, so good. Oh, for sure. You can use whatever you want. <laughs> I forgot about Joy's PB2 obsession. Obsessed. You can it's totally use it. So bad. Obsession is not even strong enough. For I'm <laughs> currently bathing in it right now. <laughs> She's a face mask of PB2. It's body lotion. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, so there's like a, a sweet version and then there's a savory version that has like kind of like a chorizo, like kind of spicy cilantro, like filling like that, which sounds like kind of complicated, but I promise it's really not. Um, My husband so you- would love that one. I would like yeah. the sweet and he would love the savory. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you can, the savory ones were a big hit when I, when we were shooting the photos and um, the photographer, her husband is like obsessed with, with the chorizo crepes. So <laughs> he, um, that sounds amazing. I hope those ones are, I hope everyone else likes them as much as he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's divulge, divert, divulge, divert from paleo for a second. In all of your pictures, you have like the cutest outfits and the cutest hair. And I want to hear your favorite products. Yes. And you enjoy can just banter about products. I was about to just go there too. I know. Thank so you, like, Claire. what is your favorite hair products? What do you use on a daily basis on your face? Do you have like favorite brands? I recently, so I am definitely not like a a makeup or beauty expert. So I appreciate that. I feel like that's a huge compliment because, (laughs) because I feel like most of the time I'm just like a huge mess and whatever makes it to Instagram. is all the filters, right? Now that Snapchat has like instant makeup, we don't have to do makeup anymore. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, funny story about Snapchat filters. I, so I like sent to one of my guy friends, like a photo one time when it was like, uh, it was like a makeup filter. And I was like, how do you think my makeup looks? And he like literally responded and was like, it looks great. Like he like didn't know. <laughs> and you're like, oh, like, of course. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was, that was a joke. Was I'm, kind a of, joke. I'm kind of sad that you didn't know that, but <laughs> especially so, if you like sent the goth one with like yeah, yeah, tears yeah. running down your face. <laughs> right. In his defense, it was like a pretty like Low key, like it, but still, you would I'm know. I'm sure I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I do too. I remember being, do you want to be like, this actually looks pretty good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it like actually looked like pretty, pretty real. So, yeah, I don't know. As far as products, I've recently gotten into, have you guys heard of Beauty Counter? No. At all? So, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a newer company out there, but they make kind of like safer skincare products without kind of like the harsh kind of stuff in them that you might find in like your everyday stuff. Um, so they have like makeup, they have skincare, they have like, they have sunscreen even now, I think. But they have a mascara now that they, that I got like a sample of that is like this lengthening mascara, I think it's called. And um, I have blonde, naturally blonde hair. So I literally like have no eyelashes if I don't wear mascara, <laughs> like they just don't exist. So I was like, I'm always kind of skeptical of, you know, like lengthening mascara, like especially right. like a natural, more kind of natural product. But okay, hold on, but- I have to pause you. Do you follow a lot of like CrossFit ladies in the CrossFit who are CrossFitters? Because I feel like they massively out of control eyelashes are like the thing right now. Yeah, massively oh my- out of control. Guys, I think so. I agree. And I, I don't know if I can get on board. I can't. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at them and you're like, 
how do you how are you they're blinking? like spiders on your yes. face and how are you working out at yes. the same time <laughs> like christmas Abbott, i'm looking at you and your yeah, gigantic like way aggressive eyelashes <laughs> yeah yeah no i've seen that going around a lot lately and i'm like i just don't know if i could pull it off i and feel I like mean, i guess i can kind of see it like if you're working out a ton and you don't want to be like wearing mascara yeah yeah i mean like, i'm the first one to say aggressive. i would love to not put mascara on every day but that's my thing same. and i've considered getting the extensions but i've heard that just ruins your eyes too like it ruins your eyelashes i'm like yeah i mean with anything right like if you get acrylic nails it rules ruins your nails so i've just opted to suck it up and put like take the 10 minutes because i really do spend 10 minutes on mascara (laughs) you should get them have you ever tried getting them tinted i used to get my eyebrow my eyelashes tinted. i remember you did that it looked good yeah oh really Mm -hmm. yeah it's because it just dyes them and so if you have really really light eyelashes it doesn't last for super long but like i have naturally dark they're like lighter at the root for some reason anyway so i get my i sometimes get them tinted and it's really helpful it's great because you don't have to wear mascara but the experience of getting them tinted is so relaxing because you lay there like in a spa and like they set you up the exact same way that you get set up to get a facial okay and then they like put like vaseline on your eyes and then they and then you have to lay there with your eyes closed you have to for like 15 minutes oh it's wonderful you should look into it yeah i'm definitely going to because i feel like yeah sometimes you just want to like run out and be like you know not put anything on and i'm like i just feel like i can't it's too it's too scary So I need to get like my my eyelashes and eyebrows just permanently like tinted. They mm-hmm. do that because they just don't exist if not. <laughs> but yeah, so I really I really like um, beauty counters, new mascara, and then the other thing that I've been do- that I've done a couple times this summer that I'm like kind of obsessed with is I've been going to this salon to get spray tans. Mm-hmm. I'm just like you guys. It's I'm like such a treat, right? It's like so worth. Which I this probably like makes me sound so like pathetic, but it makes you feel so much better about yourself. <laughs> I agree. Okay, oh, I I'm, got a spray tan for the grass yeah. last year when I was pregnant, and I was yeah. like, I don't even care that everyone's staring at my belly because it's bronzed. Yeah. Yes. But when I was it, there, the lady great. was like, "Do you want me to spray on some abs?" I was like, "I'm pretty sure nobody's." Gonna I'm pretty that. sure the jig is up on that. <laughs> and she also was like, "I love spraying pregnant ladies. Their bellies are so funny." I was like, "And we're done." Oh, thanks. She was like twelve. <laughs> she was like twelve, but yeah, yeah, she was like, "Do you want me to spray on some abs?" I was like, "I'm pretty sure." <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm not going to fool anyone. The gig is up. Yeah. <laughs> On my six pack. <laughs> Taylor, I've been using tan towels. Like, tan towels. Tan towels, like, it's nobody's business. Have you used those yet? I, I don't think. Is, okay. that, a, is that a brand? Yes. Tan yeah. So, okay. tan towels is a brand. And I heard about tan towels from Cupcakes and Cashmere. Joy's obsessed. I love okay. her. Oh my gosh. I know of her. Yeah. You know her? Yes. Well, I don't know her personally. Oh, I was like. <laughs> For a minute, I was about to be like, Taylor, we need... We are hanging right now and calling her. It was almost like the same reaction I had when Bob Harper walked by. Like, that's how <laughs> big of a deal. I love breathing. her. I love Emily. So Cupcakes and Cashmere, I saw one of her blog posts that she uses Tantel, so I tried them out. Love them. And... I would I would say if you're if there's ever days where you like can't make it in to do a spray tan or like you know sometimes they get pricey yeah. I am pretty happy with the tan towel I gotta say and that's okay because I think I've used like a, that's good to hear because I think I've used like a different brand of tan towel it's like yeah. Neutrogena the towels doesn't work which I like the idea of like using like because I feel like it just goes on so much better when you can just like wipe it on yourself mm-hmm 
Well, I'm gonna have to check out the tan. So yeah, the tan towels is good. I got it. I could only find them at Ulta or online. I think Amazon sells them too. Their the application is really nice and they don't smell really bad. I tried. Um, I believe it was L'Oreal like bronzing towels, what have you, and they didn't work as well. They didn't last as long, and they were kind of streaky. Maybe but, that's what I used L'Oreal. Yeah, like, I, yeah the L'Oreal ones weren't. At, I mean, I the, think Jergens makes them too. Jergens makes like, a good mousse, which sounds really weird, but I love their. They have like a tanning mousse. And then I use a cut. Yeah. (laughs) Do you really? I love that. And, and it's really, it it dries really fast. And I feel like, yeah, I combine a lot of these products as well. So like Uh, one day I'll do the Tantal, then the next day I'll do some Jergens mousse and man. Yeah, I got to maintain it. Got to maintain it. It, (laughs) And you know, you can't scrub your skin too much and. But it's right. funny, like if I get too aggressive, my hands definitely get stained, and I'm like, oh, this is totally giving away my. Because <laughs> oh, I was at the I gym the other day, and everyone's like, you look so tan. I'm like, yeah, this is all fake. So tan, I don't look my hands. Yeah, fake. yeah, I'm like, I know the dead giveaway is hands and ankles. Yep. I tell you. Oh yeah, absolutely, and elbows. We got to tie up with our interview, which I'm really sad about because I love talking to you, Taylor, and I'm so I glad we got so our technical good. difficulties figured out. Me too. Thank you guys for for being, again, IT geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. We're really smart. But, um, and so humble. And so, so humble. humble. But like, I do want to ask, really smart. Uh, as a businesswoman on business, is, <laughs> <laughs> did you get that reference, Claire? Uh, okay. Yes. Um, what are your favorite apps? Because I also really like apps. What are the favorite apps you have on your phone? Apps. Oh, gosh. Well, that I you think use like, like every day, like maybe top two or three. Yeah. So I think I told you guys that I use VS, VS Go. I don't know yep. if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I also, I'm, I'm really into Snapchat these days. Snapchat. So are we? Yeah. I we love following you guys on Snapchat. Samesies. I, I feel like I have sent you like too many messages on Snapchat. No, like <laughs> never enough. And we I love, love the one you sent about the How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That's such a oh, cute movie. Know, oh, so the Love Fern. You let it die. <laughs> and I don't know That's... if you saw the next day, like the next day or two, I went to Whole Foods and they had all these ferns, and so yeah, I posted she it. Back. Oh, good, 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 because I posted so, see, that for you, the Taylor. Problem, though, is that like only one of us can see it? Yeah, and yeah, so, like, yeah. It's like that's sort so of everyone. I know that's the that's I, I try. Actually, we can save messages. I need to just keep. I need to remind myself to do that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but we I'm love good. we love when people send us snaps. It's so great. It's so fun because I feel yeah. like I like with right some now. bloggers and you know like people on Instagram that I follow on Snapchat now. Some of them I'm like, oh, I like don't like you anymore because now I, I can know. see what you're truly like. But not you guys. Like good. It's like other people that I'm like, oh my god, I I love you so much more because now I can like truly see who you are. Yeah. But that's why like I I love being able to see like the behind the scenes stuff and like not just what makes it to Instagram and. Yeah. No, I think I it's know. so fun. It is fun. So those are those are two that I'm like really into right now. Claire just did a snap of I me. did. I'm snapping. Although I think so. The other problem is like when Joy signs in, it signs me out. Oh, yeah. So think, did you oh. sign in halfway through that snap? No. Uh, so what's the name of your cookbook again? It's called Real Food, Real Simple, and it's available on Amazon for pre-order. It comes out January 3rd. You can find Taylor at simply taylor.com or yep. Instagram simply Taylor blog. Ooh, I have one last question. Oh, I knew I knew there was something. I was feeling really <laughs> unfulfilled right now. I was like, there's something else. You have a really great following. How do you connect best with your audience? Because you have a very specific dedicated audience. So what do you think about when you're putting things together for them? Yeah, um, I think and I've, I've really tried to be more like intentional about this about putting like, more personal 
like touches and just more personal like captions and things like that because I think you know that's what like people are people really connect to if if you you know even if it's like the most random like personal experience that you have you know that's when you get like so many people commenting uh, commenting and being like oh my gosh I've, I've done that too and and blah 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 and I think sometimes that can be hard to like you know put yourself out there or like put stories out there and stuff like that you know but I've been really you know trying to be better about about that and just sharing like more you know, personal experiences and, and, and things like that. Cause I think that's what, you know, that's what draws people to you. And if they feel like they can relate to you and you're just like a normal person, you know, which I totally am, you know, Taylor I think Riggs, she's just like, she's us. just like us. <laughs> yeah. I think, and which is like so silly to even say, but I like, yeah, and I feel totally like about, about people on, you know, that I follow on Instagram too, which is, I think why I like Snapchat so much. Cause you can see like the real life stuff. Yeah. You know? And I think that's, I, that's very true. And I think because back earlier when we were talking, Talking about your Instagram account and how beautiful it looks and how and uniform you're like, it looks. Actually, I live with my parents. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like we. But I think everyone wants to hear the real stuff and wants to hear that you know life isn't always about looking perfect. And you know we can get really inundated with that and really mm-hmm. compare ourselves and make our. You know we can feel bad that we're like, oh, my life doesn't look like that and my food doesn't look that beautiful. And it's like oh, so true. So it's good to have the moments of like, hey, we're all struggling here and we are right. all having our moments. And exactly, exactly, and I. I like just find how it that. Goes. Yeah, I find that about Instagram too. It's like sometimes like you want to post these really like beautiful, like appealing pictures, but it's like also like okay, my dinner like doesn't truly look like that. Like go on Snapchat <laughs> and then that's what that's what it truly looks like. Yeah, you know? all the fails um, so, or like you know dropping eggs. Yeah, like which is like totally me like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think. People Aww. just like to see those like real real yeah. moments and personal stuff. So well, we can't I'm wait to keep Snapchat. following you and uh, the success of your upcoming book. We're so excited for you and can't wait to see where you go from here because you're young. You're a young little pup. <laughs> I am. You've got a lot. You've got a lot of life ahead of you. <laughs> I do. I do. Coming so, from yeah. an older and wiser woman, yeah, I will the, say. Enjoy the old wise. The uh, old. sleigh ride to 40. <laughs> sleigh ride to 40. Mm-hmm. Taylor, thank you so much. Thank we're, you guys so much for having me. This was so So fun. thrilled to talk to you. And listeners, again, you can support the podcast by supporting Audible. To get your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash girls gone wad podcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Girls Gone Wad podcast for your free audiobook. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Snapchat is GGW podcast. And send us an email at girlsgonewad at gmail.com. If you actually want an answer slash yeah. or like have an important if question. If you have a question for us, send it on Facebook or at Gmail, which is girlsgonewad at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We read everything you write. We want to make this podcast better for you. So please give us feedback. And if you like this podcast, you can also leave an iTunes review. You can leave an iTunes review, leave a five-star review, and send us a message on iTunes as well. We love hearing what you guys have to say, and that also helps us with ratings and the ever-elusive iTunes algorithm of charts because we don't really know what it is. (laughs) But we do know that the more activity that we have by subscribing to the podcast makes us easier to find for everyone else. So thank you guys for helping to build this community. Hit subscribe. And that's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.